future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. Welcome back to yet another episode of my podcast. I'm your host, Safa, and today we have a very, very special person with us. From being a freelance trainer to the person he is today, determination and commitment has been his dearest friends ever since. A motivational speaker, a career consultant, a pure social being, and now of Inca Robotics, he is on his incredible journey towards a future-ready future. And you will know all about it in a while. I call him a real warrior beating all odds of the present situation. He is a survivor of COVID-19, a very, very dear friend of mine. My dear folks, introducing to you Mr. Benson Thomas George, all the way from Dubai. Hi Benson, how are you doing? Uh, I'm good, Safa. Thank you for uh, thank you so much for the introduction. It is really, uh, you know, it's really nice to hear all those things. Even though it doesn't suit uh, completely for me, but like it was nice hearing that. My pleasure. Definitely does suit you. I know you. It does. It very much does. You're you're very humble. Thank you, Safa. Benson. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about your journey from being that young freelancer to starting up your own robotics company? Uh, okay, Stefa, uh, the thing is, uh, I did my engineering uh, and completed in 2010. So after that, I, you know, I, to be very frank, I worked with an organization for one year. That was in 2010-11 time. So my ambition during my college time was to become a trainer because I love training and I, I really wanted to be part of that uh, training fraternity. And uh, that was the reason why I chose training. So uh, once after my engineering, I did one year of uh, one, one and a half years of work with the organization just to make sure that I get experience from the industry. Mm-hmm. So then like uh, I started my training firm back in uh, Cochin. So I used to go to different colleges, schools to take sessions. So uh, it, it was basically my interest towards like talking to people. That's one thing. I love traveling. So I tried to bring that uh, passion to professional. That's why I choose training because I'm a person who loves traveling as well as I'm a person who loves talking to new people. So uh, I tried to make that you know, make that thing into my profession. That's why I chose uh, training. So during the journey from 2010 onwards, I had uh, interacted with many school students, many college students, and I came across like few corporate uh, people also. Then uh, in 2018, with my friends, you know, we thought about like, uh, we have heard you know, that there is something called IR, Industrial Revolution 4.0, where like robotics, artificial intelligence, you know, these kind of technologies will uh, plays a huge role in industrial revolution 4.0. So then we thought of having something in our own uh, state Kerala, where uh, normally we Keralites are known for service industry work. For example, software, yes, we are very good at, but hardware, very few companies are focusing on it. So we thought of having mm-hmm. something from our side. Then we uh, came up with this concept called Inga Robotics, where we basically have a research center back in Trishu, uh, we try to develop new robots, uh, which are like you know, useful in different uh, domain. So, uh, okay. I, being a trainer, my core competency is not in uh, technology. 
but i was a person who loved you no know, uh, networking so i took a care of the marketing and uh, pr of the company so we basically could grew uh, you know quite fast like and i would say that in 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 in, in a few uh, months we could come from thrissur to dubai so our office inauguration in thrissur was on 31st of march 2019 and in just 26 days of time we uh, opened our new branch in dubai we had got a partner back okay. in dubai so it was quite fast like i, I really doubt like any start startup would have got that kind of uh, exposure you know that kind of like rapid growth i'm not saying that is a i don't know whether it's a great achievement but yes we could like start our office in dubai which is one of the hottest you know hub in uh, business domain like where people love to have some office in dubai so right now we are having around 65 plus employees and is covid also like did affect us uh, because the revenue had come down uh, but we are adapt- adapting to the situation uh, we were like you no know, having something in education domain using the robotics and ai but right now we have you no know, com- changed that to an you know, online mode of education and all so this is right now uh, okay. yeah yeah definitely that meets the demand the online digital world absolutely. that is absolutely an incredible achievement i mean there's no doubt about it within 26 days that's just brilliant that's just brilliant uh but having said that so that uh addresses the importance of teamwork absolutely so how 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 about your team so basically having a good team is very important for the success of any company because uh no a startup has got different like aspects which we need to take care of for example we need to have a proper uh, strong team to develop new ideas new concepts at the very same time there should be one person on the team who are who is able to you know take that particular concept and reach to different people so that is very important and at the very same time you know managing with the funds that we have or like you no know, with the available resources or we need to find out new people to invest in the company so having a very good team was very important and fortunately uh, you know uh, by go by god's grace we had a very good team and uh, mr rahul was taking care of the research and uh, you know how the company should go forward that was uh, he was driving it and uh, bihar anurag he was basically taking care of the finance thing and uh, he was also the co-founder and then mr shaban khader he joined the company he actually in seeing the company's growth in one or two months he invested in the company and uh, that investment was quite huge and he became the equal shareholder uh, and uh, he was taking care of the operations then we had uh mr uh, amit who joined the company later and uh, he had quite experience in middle east then few more guys you know there was a person who was the uh, country head of jetairways also joined the company so there are there was like people uh, joining the company seeing the growth so one thing that i learned basically from this is that if if you have a proper concept and if we can convince uh, people properly you will have good investments coming and uh, you know we can take the concept to a different level beautiful beautiful so how often do you travel right now you're in the middle east right so how often do you travel uh okay so actually earlier i used to travel uh, uh, once in every month but right now i'm focusing more in dubai uh, that's why i said like okay. so my my concentration now is is, is in uh, dubai and, and i'm trying to explore the middle east market uh-huh. yeah okay that's nice 
And uh, can you please familiarize us with a few robots? I've heard about the drone robots used for farming, the robot that was developed during the Onam season to serve the food. So can you just familiarize us with a few robots that have been developed? Uh, okay. So uh, basically, there are a few uh, robots that we have developed from our center itself. Uh, to start off with, like, uh, okay, I'll come to whatever you ask, but like to 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 say the first robot that we developed from our uh, center was a robot called Inder Alton, where that was basically the uh, what is it? That was an educational robot where uh, that robot was completely manufactured, completely manufactured in Thrissur itself using 3D printing technology, okay. the entire body of the robot. Mm -hmm. And the concept was uh, we can uh, dismantle the uh, part of the robot uh, and we can mm -hmm. again reassemble it. At the very same time, we can program or reprogram different parts. Basically, it was modular in nature. So, for example, the robot has got a head, hand and everything. So, you can dismantle the hand alone and the hand alone will function. I mean, hand, fun hand can function on its own. And so you can uh, program it in, uh, and you can you know, see the functionality of the hand and the head, uh, different, different things. So basically, so that robot was one of its kind and it was, it, it, it was intended to be used in schools, basically, where students can learn robotics. So earlier, like we have kids to learn robot, but there was no robot in the world to learn robotics in, on a robot. So basically, the robot uh, it is an exoskeleton, and we have we made it very transparent. So we wanted the students to see what motor that we are using, what process that we are using, oh, everything. They can see the connections, they can see the the motors, processes that we are using in the particular uh, robot. Everything is transparent in that. Oh, beautiful. I mean, it would be so beautiful to see the kids' reaction. Uh -huh. I mean, it is one of a kind. Absolutely, because whenever we had students, you know, coming to our center for the first time, when they see this and when they see the the functionalities of these kind of robots, they they were really really happy and not only happy, they were excited basically. And we have kids even like you know in the grade of uh, in the grade one uh, coming for uh, robotics, and even there was like students who who parents used to say that okay, I want my student to learn robotics, and and then the child's age was just. Four and a half years. We said, Ma'am, we cannot do because over here in Dubai, I can teach transfer grade one onwards. This is age six to age 18. So basically, uh, like we used to uh, uh, deny parents, uh, you know, sending their kids at the age of four, four and a half, five. But like students, nowadays, the present day generation students are very smart enough to uh, grab many things. So, but like we, we will not be teaching the hardcore robotics in grade one. Uh, what I'm trying to say is that so the, the basic concept will be yeah. teaching them in the, the minute level. For example, you'll be learning math in grade one and grade 10 also. But in grade one, you will learn numbers. In grade 10, you will learn like uh, integration and calculus or like no, something else. So like that, we have also like different mm -hmm. grades for uh, this robotics, AI, uh, coding and everything. Yeah, recently I even heard about introducing the AL to the online classes for the teachers. Absolutely. I did see some of the programs coming yeah. up. So what was that all about? So, yeah, augmented reality is another technology which has got huge future, huge future uh, in front of us. See, uh, again, uh, when I when we, I think like, you know, you might have heard when you were in school that like we heard about computer revolution. So when, when that revolution came in, people uh, used to say that, okay, uh, 
Companies are going to come everywhere. Like, you know, we didn't believe. But now, right now, we are experiencing it every now and then. But uh, similarly, like this AI, robotics, and along with the new technology called augmented reality. Augmented reality is nothing but, for example, if you are... Uh, uh you are shooting a, a video in your room using your camera so if you can uh, place any digital element on that camera feed for example if you're taking camera and taking the picture of your family member so uh, on the camera if you can place something else for example if you can place uh, narendra modi over there any digital or anything that concept is called augmented reality we are augmenting something to the real world virtual reality is something like you know we are we have been taken to a virtual world here like we are bringing things into the real world that's called augmented reality okay absolutely brilliant i feel the future generations pretty lucky to actually you know Oh, it's going to be so much of fun and exciting. Absolutely. It's, it's not just like in a fun and exciting alone. The benefit of the augmented reality is that we can have three-dimensional uh, objects. For example, if a teacher is teaching human uh, anatomy, like the, the body of a human being, where like you can see the three-dimension uh, of, of a heart. so you 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 see the valves you see everything inside it and if you can if you want to go, zoom into it you can zoom in you can turn it you can see the position the where the heart is being placed in the body so it's not like a video video is basically a two dimensional thing so here they can see the the in depth thing so the understanding the student can have like a greater understanding and which will help in uh, you know making these students like you know they understand the things very clearly and which will be, surely affect their uh, results results in that is not just the marks like how they have been like uh, mm-hmm. molded as a student so we have learned many things but like we have learned many things by just by hearting so over here it's not by hearting they are visualizing they are experiencing correct correct absolutely that's brilliant how does the older generation take all this have you had any experience talking to the elders the older generation how how do they really take this concept yeah in? i'm so happy that you asked this question the thing is that like you no know, uh, before covid when we had this when we, when I, when we were in 2018 like you no know, the the uh, our, when we started this concept <coughs> sorry yeah when this concept was there when i when we used to tell uh, the elder generation that uh, robotics ai is going to come we need to use this they are we need to use this at the say, at the time like they said that okay now few few said that yeah it is uh, something needed and uh, yeah let's see let's see that was the response and so now let us see uh, if 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 and then like if it's uh, urgent or like if if it's mandatory then we will do it that kind of attitude was there and i'm sorry to say this i'm thankful to covid so that right now everyone is exploring technology see whether you are 80 year old you are 90 year old you have no other option other than online technology to use yeah i, I agree that there is limitations for this technology there are like you no know, shortcomings also i agree but uh, because of covid people are ready to accept anything because a grandmother want to see his grandchild who is in uh, even like you no know, 2 kilometers away when the lockdown period there was only uh, the zoom platform or google meet or like uh, microsoft teams or any any such platforms right or whatsapp video call or anything like that so there was only option earlier like you know even my grandmother used to go to church every sunday but right now my i my i call her amachi my amachi goes to church like every sunday but now she 
see the mass in uh, television or like in zoom platform where like uh, the the priest doing all the services all the sermon on youtube or like in zoom platform and she attends it so uh, she is right she turned 90 uh, last week so uh, even a 90 year old uh, amachi can like grandmother can do this then like the, all, all the elder generation wow. is ready to accept absolutely absolutely uh benson like see um, i know that it's all about the future as inka says that the future where it's all going to be about we are we are going to witness the change we are going to accept this reality it's very true but hand in hand what about the human resource is this particular thing about all this artificial intelligence about the robotics is it going to be a boon or a bane for a with regard to the job opportunities how is it going to affect the human resource at a large what is your take on it is it a boon or a bane there? okay so uh, that is a very tricky question and this question i we used to uh, you know hear from a lot of people all, all the time see uh, Mm-hmm. it has got two aspects yeah in in one angle it's it's a boon for the uh, the entire society and in some aspect it has got some negative impact also which i'll explain for example if i okay i'll just start up with the negative thing uh, because i want to end the thing very positively okay so, <laughs> so okay yeah so uh, if i say about the negative thing yes some of the jobs will be replaced you might have heard about something called stenographer few years back right now this, that particular profession is not there it is being replaced by a person who is typing on the computer so uh, when computer came in the the typewriter the particular the particular equipment itself has been you no know, vanished from the market so similarly there can be few job few few segment which can be completely replaced by robotics or ai for example if you are having a, a basic customer relation officer in a bank no no not exactly customer relation uh, for example a officer own an employee sitting in the bank uh, coming uh, the, when the clients are coming to the bank if, if they want to know about different uh, accounts they have if they want to register something now these things can be done through a bot a robot a robot can be a physical thing or a soft bot a soft bot in the sense chatbot kind of thing where uh, for example uh, safa you you want to start a savings bank account so you can you are going to for example a southern bank you are going to southern bank and asking like which all accounts you have so there need not be a human resource sitting there talking to you you know these are the accounts that you have when you ask this a robot can answer you say okay you want to know about savings bank yes, the robot can give you an answer and if you want to start an account if you have the the robot can ask you which all uh, documents you have you say okay, these all these documents i have or only this document i have brought then the robot can say whether this is okay or you want to bring other documents or the robot itself can scan it i mean it has got like a scanner we can install a scanner in the robot and you can scan the uh, documents and your account is being started i mean you you have uh, started an account a savings bank account with southern bank that's a simple logic so uh, we need not have someone working in that so basically this kind of repetitive not creative kind of jobs can be replaced by robotics and ai kind of thing but when i having been said that uh, people and then okay this kind of jobs will be lost but basically robotics and ai is a technology that we try to bring in to make value to human life see uh, we are not hustling someone to uh, say about savings bank account 100 times in a day that is not a creative job that is a repetitive job so we we say that that particular person use his creative time 
his time for creative things for example uh, some job which requires like you know human thought process so that can be done only by human so we can use these kind of technologies for that for example right now covid came so people we have around okay 8000 9000 cases in kerala every day reporting okay so if you need an analysis of it if you have a pro- if you need to have a proper traction of people so we can use ai for that so which helps the government to to see the analysis of these kind of things so we call it big data data science data analytics you know the all these kind of things so where robotics and ai can be properly used and for example when you asked at the beginning about the drones and uh, that kind of thing so uh, drones we have developed drone to fertilize you know uh, the paddy field so the the drone sprays the fertilizer the the uh, bio fertilizers to the paddy field and if we incorporate ai to it the benefit is that the drone can decide for example if it's, if it's not a paddy field it's a vegetable you know, we have a uh, visible cultivation so for each different uh, plant we can each different uh, vegetable we can have a different kind of uh, fertilizer amount for example uh, lady's finger requires you know, that that particular plant requires around uh, 10 uh, milliliter so the drone will decide whether it's 10 or 20 milliliter you understand so that is called ai that's called precision farming so that can save water that can save uh, fertil- uh, usage of the fertilizer that can save many things so like that the technology helps you in being for example uh, i don't know exactly how to uh, use you might have uh, seen the people who are cleaning the manholes right the the, the drainage yeah so uh, we ha- i don't know exactly how we call them but like their life is very miserable and terrible and uh, we haven't thought we, we sometimes we feel pity for them but the technology was the only solution for them and there was engineers in from kerala itself who developed a robot to clean the drainage and then people had asked okay uh, those people lost the job no the engineers taught these people how to operate the robot now they need not go inside that uh, and the drainage system or the in, in, into the manhole and uh, clean it the robot will clean it so uh, their dignity of the labor also increased right so they can go home without you know, they, i have when i have talked to one person he said that he need to clean himself for three or four times to uh, get out of the smell now it is so difficult for the family to survive with that and people were not bothered about it but robotics and ai had came up with a solution for that so basically the technology is there to give solution to the problems so and i believe uh, you know see the technology in such a way that the technology can bring in solutions rather than it is going to create uh, problems so problems any, any anyone and anything can create problems but the problems can be solved using these kind of technologies that's what i need to tell solve using creative ways yeah, exactly. i would say it's so creative it's insightful that's what it's very very insightful okay uh benson i'm just keeping the future aside for a minute and i'm just uh bringing to the now the current situation how challenging was the whole situation of knowing that you were attacked by this illness and all about overcoming okay yeah <laughs> sorry yeah i was uh, i was diagnosed with like you know i became covid positive uh, on march 29th and i got the result on april 2nd basically i did the test on march 29th and the result was came, the result came on uh, 2nd of april 
and uh, the interesting thing was uh, you know march march month and april was the beginning of this kind of covid and only few people had got affected uh, like if if we take the example of like indian india or like even uae because uh, i didn't have anyone to ask well, what, what, how do you feel how you felt when you had covid so uh, and the media was the media had created a feeling that you no know, covid is a very uh, dangerous thing and it it takes your life and if if you are affected of covid even like you know i have i have experienced uh, something through news that you know, there was a family who came from italy and uh, the people who were behind them if if uh, if i go with the messages that i've got in whatsapp if some of the uh, local people who have seen them at that particular time they would have killed them no that was the attitude so when i when i was affected with covid yes uh, for few seconds i was blank to be very frank because uh, yeah as uh, you all we all love our life i also really have really love my life and i, I really love to live uh, at least at least few more years <laughs> not at the age of 32 <laughs> okay so that was the mindset at that moment but yeah you know, having said all these things uh, from for the last 10 12 years i as i said i used to have this kind of training kind of thing and we used to talk about positive things and all so uh, unknowingly that became my habit and i didn't think negative to be refined i i was i went blank yes I, being blank when i say that i that doesn't mean that i was negative i, I no point i had asked myself or okay i'm i'm a believer okay i did ask god that okay god why did you give me this particular covid and I, rather i i took it as a privilege that at those at that particular time no one was talking positive about covid and when i become uh, covid positive i become more positive and i talk to, to people positive things how to handle this covid and and everyone everyone thought you know being covid negative is a positive news but for me being covid positive was a positive news for me because when i when i talk about covid uh, those people who are afraid of like covid you know they many many call me and said that there is a relief for me for example there are people who are working in uae and the family is back in india so uh, i had i was been interviewed by few uh, few dailies and few uh, television tv news channels in in kerala so uh, at that time i used to convey this particular message you know seeing that many people i i could say that more than 200 300 calls i have got uh, from different parts of the parts of the country as well as like different part of the world and asking about this and i said this is what i have experienced and one positive thing i need to tell you is that my roommates were so nice that they were they didn't show any uh, any any kind of ill feelings towards me because i stay in a room where four of us like i have four more people in my room so they never said that benson you need to go out of this room rather they kept me as their own uh, their own brother their own uh, you know the best friend or a close friend and they were taking care of me they took the prepared food for me they clean they clean my dress and they wash my dress and everything everything they did so i was so so i mean like having a feeling of uh, you know with my parents or in my family when i see the issues with the covid and many many things in the covid uh, i i would say that like normally even family would would, would have been afraid of doing this because there are some incidents and i am not generalizing it but yes i was so happy with my friends and they took care of me and there were many people many people who used to spend time with me in the sense some people uh, started zoom calling uh, i have my friends in my church and they they started a one hour call uh, every evening and i had one friend who is in chennai she used to play uh, every day 15 minutes ludo with me so there there were like lot of people around me who could 
uh, no make me very positive and uh, i believe that you know, that network that i have made the last 10 years was so powerful to keep me positive uh, even when i was tested positive and after that after 20 days when i was tested negative also i was positive because of my friends wow wow you know that reminds me of something just recently one of my uh, group members he he just mentioned this that friends are not forever it is real friends who are forever so i think yes uh, during difficult times we get to know who are real Absolutely. and who are not and those real friends who will remain truthful forever that's just so beautiful to listen to and also one more thing that i get from your talk is i think when you start developing positive attitude and positive thoughts i think it becomes a ritual it becomes a habit because even during the covid such a stressful situation if you could remain positive that's because of what you have been practicing all the while so that is also incredible what are yeah. your friends yeah so just just one sentence i need to add to that actually i had a mentor uh, his name is uh, priyadas ji mm-hmm. mangalath and he was the only person who called me and said that uh, benson you please enjoy your covid days and normally when you are tested positive no one would say that okay you enjoy it and people will say that oh you become covid and people show their sympathy and uh, some are very empathetic also but like he said then i am sure that you are going to enjoy it and i and i'll say that okay sir and i have no other option other than oh, yes. to it oh yeah on a personal note we both yeah, know absolutely. that you are very very happy about so basically i can just you know i yeah. can hear his voice as to how he said that how beautiful yeah. how beautiful then so before we wrap this up what is that we've got a lot of insight from this entire session what is that one piece of advice you have for our listeners uh, no i have no, no no advice to anyone the thing is that for me life is uh, teaching me uh, many things uh, every day and life is teaching me uh, like hell lot of lessons you know n number of lessons every day and that can be uh, mm-hmm. taught by a person who haven't gone to school when i was in uh, the isolation center I, i i had a friend who was from pakistan and he haven't seen a school but rather he has uh, knowledge in three languages but i have only two languages with english and malayalam he know three languages but fortunately the three languages which he knew i didn't know and the two languages which i knew he didn't know that so it is really nice that we didn't have a common language but like 20 days we stayed together when we had a very good relationship and i i made him learn malayalam and uh, i'm so happy that i made a pakistani learn malayalam and oh. he not not completely but he even like wished my malayali friends a happy wishu and because it's an april time so he wishu uh, and isa was uh, with my friend in isolation center mr rais khan so there like i learned one lesson that mm-hmm. we were in the isolation room and we couldn't see the world outside world because the uh, windows were like you know, stickered and we couldn't see anything so after nine days of complete mm-hmm. isolation because we were not able to we were not allowed to see anyone outside uh, we were not allowed to see the see the uh, sky even we we couldn't see the sun we couldn't uh, we couldn't open the because the uh, windows were screwed it was like locked basically it was uh, bolted and it was uh, basically locked we could we, we are not uh, able we have not able to operate or we are rather like allowed to operate so uh, to be very frank we broke the law law in the sense we we cleared we we uh, took the sticker out not completely only a little bit and 
to be very frank we we on the ninth day we saw the sky through that little space and let me tell you that was the most beautiful sight in my life i am a person who love traveling as i said in the beginning i have i've been to uh, leh ladakh uh, kulu manali and all i stayed in kar kashmir uh, for 15 days and i have been to nubra valley and pangong lake pangong lake you may have seen in three days i don't know like whether everyone have seen it with your with your eyes but i have been there i i uh, lived in a tent uh, like you know it's it's like where like we have a small uh, like you know you know a stream like nearby that that, uh, that place and it was a great experience and i thought that was a beautiful sight in the whole, in my ex- whole experience but when i say that seeing the sky and the sun in middle east in uae uh, that become the most beautiful sight in my life that simply means that i should value the small and it's small and ev- everything everything around me i should value it i sh- i cannot i i should not undervalue or like believe in anything uh, because everything has got its own value and i need to uh, no, take it take things for like you know i take i should take things seriously that's that's one thing i have learned very true we take exactly. it for granted i feel yeah so that that is something that oh, we should keep away benson thank you so much for your time it has been an absolute privilege talking to you and i on behalf of all my listeners and myself i wish you all the very best for all your future endeavors and may the best happen remain positive and spread your positive radiate it reflect it to everyone else and god bless thank you, you. Uh, thank, thank you safa so thank you so much for like you no know, asking these kind of questions and i could talk to your listeners also and you know, even i take what you said in the end yeah i also really want to radiate the positivity but uh, when i was tested positive i couldn't spread that positive uh, covid positive to anyone <laughs> but uh, uh, the people who had contact with me no one become positive that was again a positive thing for me and yeah surely like we will we will uh, no radiate this positivity throughout thank you safa thank you so much mm-hmm.